This show is for the few, not the many, for those looking for a tribe of fellow warriors who embody strength, honor, and respect, who believe in faith, family, and freedom, who see the threat ahead and refuse to sit idle any longer. This show is a giant middle finger to the elite, the entitled, the victim, and the woke. This is the Becoming a Dangerous Man podcast, and I'm your host, Phil Anderton, a 20-year military veteran, husband, father, and a man on his own path to becoming dangerous. If the last 20 to 30 years can be summed up, uh, we would call it, what, the participation trophy error, the everybody wins error, the we don't keep score error. And of course, I'm referring to team sports. And if you have any kids or if you grew up playing sports or you have kids in sports, you know what I'm talking about. A lot of the younger leagues, um, they don't keep score. They don't, they don't do wins and losses, right? Uh, a lot of trophies for mediocre to poor performance, um, participation medals, participation trophies. Um, everybody gets something just for showing up. Um, today, I want to make the case on that's not even the biggest problem, right? There's four things we're going to discuss as parents that we can do or we may be guilty of. And then I want to talk about why golf and the, the gentleman's game and what we can take from that and apply to other things for our children to make sure we're countering um, as team sports will always be a part of our lives and, and it should, um, but we need to make sure we're aware of some of the downfalls and some of the negatives that come with that. And if you've been listening for any amount of time, uh, you'll know we started out one way with the podcast, right? This is episode, I believe, 35. And then there was, you know, there was some things happening in the news, some very unfortunate, very sad, tragic events. And the podcast kind of went for, I don't know, three or four weeks there where I just, I ripped into the culture war. I ripped into the woke. And, you know, that's not for everybody, right? Because if I'm just if I'm just complaining about the problems we're having, then I'm not helping you or I with any solutions, right? So message first, right? Empowerment, encouragement, thought-provoking conversation, challenging idea, um, whether it's a quote or an idea or a story, uh, that is going to come first. So the first 75, 80% of the show is going to be the message um, for you to take away. And then if you want to stick around, if you're my ride or die, if you're my 2 a.m. friend and you want and you miss the rants, right, those are going to we're going to save those for the end. If you're a new listener, welcome to the podcast. If you're a regular, thank you. Uh, you're the reason I continue to show up and put in the work. The intent of this show is a value exchange. So please, if you get something out of the show, there's a couple things you can do to support. Sign up at dangerousman.substack.com. That's where you get the weekly newsletter. No spam. Subscribe, follow, so you'll know when new episodes drop, generally two a week. Uh, leave a rating and review. If, you, if you've been listening for a while and you like where the show's headed and you want to support and get the show in front of new listeners, consider subscribing on the Substack app. That's where we talk off-grid. That's our off-grid communication. People who want to take the conversation a step further. Finally, most importantly, uh, the, the only thing I would ask of you, if, if, if nothing else, is to share the show, right? No ads, no sponsors, no affiliate links. Uh, this is a word of mouth movement. Uh, this is Fight Club. Uh, this We are looking for the initiated, right? We're looking to wake the lions. So if you know any, please uh, send them our way and, and, and we'll do the rest when they get here, right? And then, of course, for anyone wanting to reach out, just let me know you're listening, questions, comments, uh, ideas, right? Email me at phil at becomingadangerousman.com. And with the admin out of the way, let's get into today's episode. 
today and talking about team sports, specifically at 38 years old, my my newfound passion for golf and why I think not that you should get your kid to learn to play golf, but why um, by the end of this, you'll you'll either be more mindful and aware of how you discuss uh, how games go, practices go, right? You'll, you'll be more aware, hopefully, of the conversation you have with your kids around the sports, or maybe you'll find a sport, something, uh, a hobby, something that you can relate to, like the game of golf, right? That would be the intent. So, all right, what am I talking about? So, quick reference, I have a 21, 15, and 10. Um, all three kids have played soccer since they could walk. Um, they've all played competitively, um, since they were probably four or five years old and at different levels. So when my wife and I first started, uh, my oldest, she unfortunately, right, money was not something we had a lot of. So she played rec, right? She played in leagues that parents did the majority of the coaching, the refing, and the volunteering, right? So I would argue we spent a lot of time invested in her playing and my youngest daughter has never seen that. My youngest daughter is in club where you pay a lot more money, but your time is spent on the sideline watching. You don't coach, you don't volunteer, you don't ref, everything's paid for. So you're either going to give your time or you're going to give your money um, for your kids to play sports, right? The The flip side is not so great, right? The flip side, you're, you're losing um, or maybe you have a stud athlete, but they're on a losing team, whether it's the district or just the luck of the draw. Um, things aren't going well. So what I'm talking about here is when things aren't going well. And specifically, I have four things, uh, four kind of categories, if you will, uh, when things are not going well. So after a game, and then this likely happens after a game, right? So after a game, you're in the car and your kid, uh, the, the doors are closed, you start to drive home and bam, right? The conversations are going to start happening. The first person and, and again, I'm a soccer dad, soccer references, insert your specific language for your sport. The ref was terrible. He missed the call. Uh, he should have got a card. The other team got away with every, the other team got all the calls, right? The ref, the ref, the ref. Why is blaming the ref a problem? You might wonder. What is a referee in a kid's life? Well, if a kid grows up their entire life in a team sport, the ref, the umpire, um, the judge, whatever, they are the authority figure. What are we teaching our kids when we blame the ref? Hey, son, hey, daughter, when things don't go your way, it's the authority figure that's the problem. Okay, what's an authority figure in an adult's life? Police, law enforcement, right? Uh, business owners, people in a position of power over us, right? And I know you're thinking boss, but that's the next one, right? So referee, authority figure, it's the authority figure's fault. It's the person who's supposed to oversee's fault. It's the person in a position to dictate or determine your success. It's their fault. Some kids play sports for 13, 14, 15 years um, before going off to college or, or joining society, if you will. Um, and if for the majority of those years, they had a parent telling them it was the authority figure's fault, you could see where that would trend, that, that could be a problem. All right. The second category, your coach is an idiot. What was he thinking? That was terrible. Your coach, your coach, your coach. Okay. Well, what's a coach? 
Also an authority figure, yes, but I, I would, I would, I would, this is like one level below that, right? If a referee is an authority figure, and I'm saying that's like judge, jury, law enforcement, right? Laws, politics, right? A coach is a little closer, right? That's like a supervisor, a boss, a manager, right? People in our lives that are a little closer to us, but still an authority figure, right? So not only is the ref half the problem, the coach is the other half of the problem. So herein lies, we're raising kids to not trust adults. We're raising kids, you know, both the ref and the coach, we're raising kids not to trust authority figures in their life when the outcome doesn't go their way. Because remember, when you're winning, the coach is the greatest thing ever, right? And nobody pays attention to the ref when you won the game. It's the losing team that is picking apart the coaches and the referees. And if you're on a lot of losing teams and you're not and, and you don't experience a, a great team or a great coach, right? These are little seeds. And again, we've talked in the past about planting a seed where you may not enjoy, right? We talk about enjoying the because we're talking from a positive seed. But what about those negative seeds? What about all the kids who had had negative seeds planted and now as they age and mature they don't realize where those seeds came from where those ideas came from but now we have a generation of kids not respecting authority not respecting adults not respecting when when oh i don't know when laws don't go their way when things from the federal government or the state government don't go their way what do they do well they don't trust i'm not claiming a thesis here or a hypothesis that i can prove because i can't prove i'm just planting the idea so you can consider this but when we raise kids to outcome doesn't go your way, it's the referee's fault, it's the coach's fault. And I do believe I've already done a podcast where I've talked about it's the teacher's fault. Oh, you don't understand your homework, it's the teacher's fault, it's the school's fault, right? So if you connect the dots between school and sports and what I'm talking about here, maybe we're on to something with all the, and I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole, this is for you to process, right? I want you to think about this. So the third category here, right? So you got referee, you got the coach. It's the teammate's fault. Your teammate just needed to pass you the ball. Your teammate sucks. Your goalie sucks. They should have stopped that, you know, in soccer, right? The defense gives up a breakaway. The goalie missed. Oh, their defense sucks. Or your kid's a defensive player, so you say, oh, the offense sucks. They couldn't score. You only gave up one goal, but they couldn't score. Oh, they don't shoot the ball. Okay, well, if it's their teammate's fault, now you're, now you're at the peer group level, right? So when things don't go their way as they get older, it's everybody else around them. It's their peer group. It's the people around them. Notice a theme here. It's never their fault. It's never their fault. Like as parents, we love them to death, but it's never, it's never their fault. Like really? And, and then the final category there would be, Oh, you're the best one out there. Oh, you're so good. Oh, you did everything you could. Oh, honey, you're so great. You guys see where I'm going with that, okay? So maybe these are extreme, but I guarantee you've said in loving manner, right? Or you've certainly heard other parents around you. You know people that say things like this, right? So herein lies the danger. It's well-intentioned. It's loving. But I, I would argue seeds are being planted. Damage is being done. You... And, and I, we, in these moments, though we mean well, we are deflecting, right? We are missing opportunities to teach. We are missing the opportunity to teach accountability, responsibility, and ownership. Key things in the lives of children wanting to become adults add value, right? And not, oh, it doesn't go my way. Whose fault is it, right? They're never looking in the mirror because they've been taught not to look in the mirror. They've never been taught to look in the mirror. You see, when you spread the blames to the refs and the coaches, you're teaching kids not to trust authority. When, when everyone's winning, nobody's having a problem. But when they're losing, 
right? And guess what? There has to be winners and losers. Okay. So a lot of kids are losing a lot of times and a lot of bad lessons are being taught. We're telling our children that adults in a position to oversee or supervise should only be trusted and celebrated when you get the outcome you want. When you don't get the outcome you want, let's pick them apart. Let's point out every flaw, every mistake, everything that's their fault. Now, golf. Okay. I'm 38 years old. I, I played a little golf here and there, but very little. Never owned a set of golf clubs. I will, I will just tell you golf is a beautiful sport. And, and there are other individual sports, right? Don't lose me with golf. But the amount of practice, your ability that you put in, your work that you put in, in a game like golf, right? The hours on the driving range, the chipping green, the putting green, um, you know, maybe getting a coach, getting a, you know, using the simulators at the golf stores, all that, there's no ref, there's no judge, there's no umpire, right? It's me my golf clubs, my golf balls, and my work, the work I put in, it shows in my swing. Nobody can take that away from me. I don't need somebody to throw me the ball, right? If I'm a receiver and there's five other receivers and they never throw me the ball. And for years and years, I'm busting my butt on this team. I'm blocking, I'm doing everything I'm asked to do, but I don't get a college scholarship. Well, they didn't throw you the ball enough, right? That, that, that's possible. Certainly, right? Coach doesn't like all that stuff. Some of that is true. Some of that is true but we're teaching our kids, what can you control? Well, my son plays soccer and he plays at a very high level. He's very good. I would argue he could potentially D1, D2. My son is a f athlete, man, but soccer is still 11 v 11. Soccer, there's still a ton of other people and, and, and positions and strategies and games and who he plays and how he plays games. If he gets hurt, there's a lot of things that go into if he's going to get noticed as a stud center back amongst a lot of other stud center backs in, in Dallas, Texas, right? There's a lot of stud soccer players his age, you know, boys 15 studs. I mean, these guys are athletes, okay? In golf, if he can consistently shoot a, a below 80, right? If he could shoot between a 70, 80 in golf, it, he's going to get noticed. His scorecards speak for themselves. It doesn't matter who he was playing against, you know, the course, the score average, right? However, the I'm still learning the lingo, but nobody can take that away from him. If he's willing to go out in the back and chip, if he's willing to go in the back and hit the, we, we got a, a golf net for him to hit into, and then we go to the driving range and we go to the chipping green on Saturday and we played yesterday, we played 18 holes in 105 degree heat. It was great. Uh, that, that's a little sarcasm. If you're experiencing this Texas heat right now, it is unreal. It's like 111 yesterday. It was hot, right? We, we, we were in the shade as much as we could. But my point is nobody else can take that away from him and nobody can take that away from your kid. It doesn't have to be golf, right? Archery, darts, fishing, cornhole, chess, uh, the pool, right? Swimming, your, your kid's swim time, uh, I would argue, is a lot very similar. Maybe I'm wrong on some of it, but my point I'd make is this, right? I'm making three points. So the first two, right? So while the value of team sports outweighs the negatives, right? I'm still going to tell you team sports all day. I, I encourage uh, my kids are in team sports. I see the value, uh, but my wife and I are aware. My wife and I do our best. We're not always perfect. And obviously we've learned as we've aged, right? As younger, as younger parents who were very involved, absolutely, we made some of these mistakes. But we're better. We're smarter with age, with maturity. That's where that comes. Don't blame others. Don't blame the coach. Don't blame the refs. 
Uh, while you can let them vent their frustrations on what they think, flip the conversation on them and remind them, hey, what can you control? Hey, maybe talk to coach about what you saw. Hey, maybe ask coach what he was thinking, right? Hey, talk to your team. Hey, respect your captain. One day you may be a captain and you want people to respect you, right? Just make sure we're flipping those conversations. Let the vent happen. Then you got to get over it, right? So team sports, there's still value. I'm all for team sports. Just make sure the conversations that are happening in the cars and even on the sidelines amongst other parents, right? Encourage more positive, encourage more ownership, encourage your kid to take accountability because what we don't want, we don't want, if it doesn't go your way, find somebody to blame because at the end of the day, right? What can you control? All right. And then the second thing, the second point I would make here is encourage something for your kids that they can do for themselves, right? Like golf, like some of the other sports I mentioned or or hobbies I mentioned. Running, running, for instance, right? Your runtime can be put against anybody's runtime in the damn world. And if you're good enough, you will be recognized, right? So running is another sport I missed uh, that you can encourage, right? Like track and field or cross country. But the point there is encourage your kids to do something for themselves, right? where there's not anybody else to blame and they can see the work they put in, it, it better, it translates better, right? It, it is, it is a direct reflection of their hard work. And then the third point I'd make, and this is where, again, the, the Substack uh, chat group over the weekend, a little off-grid communication, uh, Scott, thank you. But he brought up the point of ensuring the people around your kids, right? And, and what he meant here, and he made a great point on there is, generally this happens, right? I've experienced this with my kid. If if we're playing to the level of our competition and they're better than us, and there are times where we will play better, right? We will try harder. Um, the passes on the other team, if they're better and cleaner and it's not a kickball game, if you're soccer, you know what I mean? If it's sloppy, it's kickball. It's a brutal game to watch. And it's not fun for anybody. But if the other team is trapping and passing and it's clean, generally our team will trap and pass and play clean, right? So that's one scenario where they will play to the level of their competition. I would also argue that when I work out with stronger people, some of my clo- some of the people I work out with are stronger than me. I will generally, if I'm feeling healthy, if I'm feeling good, granted I'm older, I will work out harder, right? If I'm working out with a competitor, with an athlete, I will work out harder. I will raise my game. And and this, but the flip side is if we're playing a team, if we're really good and we're generally, we pass clean, we pass well. If we're playing a team that plays kickball, we end up playing kickball because the ball bounces around so much. It's very unpredictable. So it's hard for our boys to find a rhythm. And then our boys end up playing a little sloppier, right? And what, and the point Scotty was making is the third thing team sports can teach is and golf kind of where we're going with this is teaching our kids who they surround themselves with, right? We've talked about that here at Dangerous Man. You are the five people closest to you, the men that have the most influence on you. We talk about that team of men around us. Um, and he added the point, hey, that applies to our kids as well, right? The friends they hang out with. If they're hanging out with athletes, they may strive to be an athlete. If they're hanging out with smart kids, then they're probably going to pick their game up and be smart. If they are hanging out with stray knuckleheads, they're probably going to end up being a knucklehead. And that's the point he made. And, and, and thank you for that addition, Scott. All right, guys. So with that, that kind of wraps up. Like I said, um, you'll notice here. Um, so if you got to go, now's the time to go, right? Learning the golf, right? Team sport, individual sport and the value and just being aware, teaching accountability, teaching ownership, 
you know, encouraging some kind of individual sport and then, you know, who they're around, right? Who they hang out with and, and that, how it connects to sports. All right, I'm drawing the line in the sand. And if you're still here, you're ride or die, you're initiated. And we're going to talk now why this message is important, right? We're not talking about golf anymore. We're, we're talking about accountability and controlling what you can. Uh, for the last 20, 30 years, decades of kinder, gentler, politically correct trophies for showing up, right? Less spankings, less detention, less holding people accountable, criminals running the streets, prosecutors not prosecuting crimes, right? Nobody's paying for their crime, right? If you're still here, you know how I feel about abortion. It should be as needed. It should not be talked about. It should not be mainstream. It should not be the go-to because it's another Oh, you made a mistake. You didn't use the 17 options you had before. So let's just forgive your gigantic failure and kill a baby, right? I'm just calling it what it is, people. And, and sadly, we, we, we are so far removed from the greatest generation, right? World War II, even Vietnam, the men who have gone before and kicked ass and taken names and ensured our freedoms are secured, right? They may have put a, they, they may have put an ass whoop into our backside a little too much, right? They may not have shared their emotions enough. They didn't tell us they love us, but we damn sure did not have A, B, C, D, E, F, G, what, and, and nobody willing to say what a woman is. Nobody in, in a position of power wants to talk about what is a woman. Well, it's what you feel. How about XY chromosome and ability to give birth? That's it. Conversation over. I just solved the goddamn problem, right? So, so even though we're talking, we, we started because again, what can we control? Well, we can control sports. We can control the conversation we have with our kids, right? But what's the bigger message? The bigger message is it rolls into, are you holding your children accountable? And frankly, are you holding yourself accountable? Are you being an example to your children? Do you make a mistake and own it? Do you or do you blame the other drivers on the road? Do you blame your boss? Do you blame your coworkers? Do you blame the police? Do you blame the politicians, right? I'm not perfect. I certainly at times have blamed, right? Right now, I could talk so much shit about current, you know, person leading uh, the disaster of our country, right? And I could name drop all them idiots, right? But I do my best not to. I do my best in front of my kids to remind them, hey, uh, are you doing your homework? Are you reading the book? Are you making your bed? I'm, 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 I'm controlling what I can with the level at where they should be. Right? I'm not expecting them to understand politics right now. I'm, I'm, I'm teaching them. Hey, can you keep your goddamn room clean without me needing to tell you every time? Can you pick up your clothes? Can you clean the bathroom? Here's some. Here's a few chores you need to do. Right? With the sports, are they putting in the work? Right? Are they juggling? Are they shooting in the backyard? Uh, my daughter and I are running every day right now because it's summer and our coach wants her to get in shape, right? So we're running different distances for different times every single day. We're putting in the work, right? So I'm controlling what I can with my kids, and that was the message today. But now, right, we drew a line in the sand. You're still with me. Look yourself in the mirror. Make sure you're doing what you can for your kids. You're influencing maybe uh, other people's kids or or you step in with a niece or a nephew. You step in with a, a grandkid. Maybe you're an older gentleman listening and you do what you can. But at the end of the day, guys, what are we doing? What are we doing? How is our country falling apart in front of our eyes? 
create the environment around you to make sure you're on the path. You're leading by example. Check yourself when you want to scream bloody murder, uh, you know, traffic and that. Again, I use a lot of local references because AO is important, right? Your, your area of operation, your area of responsibility, that's important. So I'm specific, right? But you need to relate that to you if you're in Montana, New York, Idaho, uh, Atlanta, Georgia, Florida, whatever, right? Make it specific for you. Have some men around you to have these specific conversations. Don't blame others. Don't allow people around you to blame others. Force ownership if you have to. Force accountability if you have to. All is not lost right now, but but I'm telling you, man, like you're here because you're like me. You're like, how the fuck did this happen? Like what in God's name happened to where women are men and men are women and there's 1700 fucking genders and ideas. And now I'm seeing people marrying dogs. I'm, I don't know if I'm being trolled sometimes on YouTube. I'm seeing people are wolves. Like somebody thinks they're a wolf. And let me just say the Leah Thomas guy, right? The Leah Thomas guy who claims he's a girl and was like the 460th dude his junior year, and then he won the women's, he, she just got nominated for like woman of the year. And not only that, I read an article that they interviewed people who are talking anonymously because they're afraid to speak out. He's banging chicks still. How how the hell is this happening? He's banging chicks. So now he's a woman who is still attracted to women, still has his penis banging him. I... This is going to have to be explicit now because I am so mind blown. All is not lost. Just as the good times have created weak men, the following hard times will make us strong and gentlemen. Recruit, recruit, recruit. Empower those around you. Educate those around you when they question, hey, how are you different? Why are you different? What's working for you? Why do you see it this way? Send them my way. Send them my way. Build the Substack community. Start communicating with me. If you're still listening, you're one of the few right now. Make sure you're on the Substack app. Make sure you're subscribed. Comment. Uh, share. That's where we're going to connect. That's our off-grid. That's where we're going to build in the shadows, right? For the few, not the many. You know, the Spartan, the Spartan series, if you're following along, the final one will be this week. I'll give you a hint. It's going to be on discipline, right? So the three, we kind of had three. Uh, the first one was simplify uh, and function over fashion do hard things. The second one was all about mindset, your mindset, that self-talk, positive talk, negative talk. It was about, right? I introduced you. If you hadn't heard of Memento Mori, you're going to die. It's It could happen whenever. So why are you waiting to do things? And then conquer yourself. Kind of similar to do hard things, but conquer yourself is a very internal, right? Those internal struggles, those internal battles. And then the next episode this Thursday is going to be uh, specific around discipline, the discipline of the Spartans. And I, of course, can't go without my guy, Jocko, right? I'll have a little bit of discipline equals freedom in there. So guys, thank you. Uh, let me know you listen to the end. Uh, the, the You know, those of you that I know will be here. Uh, let me know what you thought about the end. Um, I'm working on it. Work in progress, as always, without question. Thank you. We need more. We need more of this. We need more real talk, but we need you gentlemen in your AOs, right? With your tribes doing your part. So uh, let me know where I can help. And without further ado, gentlemen, I'll see you Thursday.